What's going on, everyone? And welcome back to Nerdwide Podcast, our last episode of the year. It's a special one. We're going to finally finish up Hawkeye, talk about all of it, especially the big season six episode that we had. And of course, the one that everyone's been talking about is Spider-Man No Way Home. Spoilers galore. So if you have not seen either one of these two shows, well, show and movie, then please wait and then watch this or listen to this whenever you do, because we are going full on spoilers and talking about all the big moments in Spider-Man No Way Home and, of course, the Hawkeye spoilers. But first, Chris, I want to know, how are you, sir? And are you excited? I'm very excited. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. How are you doing? I'm, I'm well. I missed Christmas just uh, two days ago. So we've got New Year's upon us, but it's been a it's been a good week full of watching a bunch of stuff, which we'll talk about in the New Year when we come back. But I have been watching a lot of TV and mm. quite a bit of movies as well. So in a one week span, that's what happens yeah. when all your podcasting things go on hiatus. So yeah, <laughs> but Chris, let's get right into it. I want to get right into our Hawkeye spoilers in our Hawkeye season one. Episode six. Of course, this has not been confirmed for a season two yet. I I would be shocked if we don't get a season two for this. Yeah, because uh, they they left a lot unanswered. Yeah, and I don't know if they will when they will answer it. But man, the the Yelena Hawkeye well Yelena Clint uh, fight finally happened. Yeah, and they finally talked and finally somewhat got it cleared up. Although I don't think it was cleared up as much as it should have been, but they tried. So yeah, the the pain he had to endure to clear that up, mm-hmm. and I almost felt like he was because he said, I, "I won't fight you," and she just kept hitting yeah. him, just yeah. hitting him, hitting him, and hitting him. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't until he did the whistle, right, that everyone starts like, crying. Oh. Well, let's back this up a little bit. That's the, towards the end of the episode. Towards the beginning, we got Wilson Fisk. And yeah. all of his glory, we got his cane, which is his comic-accurate weapon, and just straight uh, Vincent. I mean, we got everything from Wilson Fisk we wanted for this. Uh-huh. Uh, his storyline kind of gets played out with Echo um, potentially shooting and killing him. Yeah. Don't think that's he's actually dead. A lot of people are like, well, why would they just bring him back for an episode just to kill him? And I'm like, well, in the comic books, that is like that was a scene for scene shot. And yeah. he doesn't die. He comes back, obviously. But I was like, oh, you guys are you guys are doing it great. And I still think she is going to be going after Wilson Fisk in her own show. So with Maya. But I, I was. I was really surprised that as many people thought he was dead as did. I mean, you just got a shot earlier in the episode mm-hmm. where Kate shoots him directly in the chest with an arrow. Yeah, with a do not touch arrow. <laughs> yeah, and he just pulls it out and just yeah, nothing. I, so, mean, I mean, it's he, Kingpin. And like the exotic shirt that he was wearing, the red and that was uh, white, that's directly from the comics as well. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, they did him so well, and every time he speaks, and he is very menacing, and I just love it. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah. Just, I'm so glad he was back. Um, We got the swordsman being the swordsman, kind of. He was 
more so a good guy. Like this whole season, we thought he was going to be the one of the big bads. He was goofy. Yeah, he was goofy, and I want more of him. <laughs> I would be okay with him getting his own show. Uh, we find out that you know the mom truly was, in fact. Uh, one of the big bad guys, but she's been working for uh-huh. Fist since her dad died back in 2012. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's uh, okay, that's rough. But apparently, her dad had a bunch of debts that needed paid off. And once uh, Kingpin started threatening his daughter, her daughter, she was like, no, I'm done, I'm out. Yeah, but he even had her kill someone. She yeah. she killed Armand, so she can't just walk away. Killed and- her. Kate yeah. makes sure of that. Right. Yeah. No, that was, uh, man, we, this was a fun episode. Like the big fight scene at the end on top of, in Rockefeller Plaza with the big ice rink. And they did the whole Hawkeye spin around the camera, went around with Kate and Clint. And that was probably my favorite scene. Uh-huh. Like they, they were just shooting all their arrows and then like the camera slows down as they're, you know, gearing up their next arrow. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I want yeah. more of this. Just, just give me yeah. more of these things. Um, we find out I, that we saw how Clint makes his own arrows now. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been making his own arrows, but we got Pym arrows, we got Stark, Stark. arrows, we got uh, your yep. classic ice arrows. I mean, we got everything. Um, I'm on uh, ScreenRant.com on this one, looking at all the Easter eggs, and the Pym branded arrows are also the same color of like the shrink and grow uh, disc that ant-man uh-huh. uses so like they kept accurate with those so like the the blue ones shrink which we saw um with the with the bros got shrunk down yeah. to a little mini car and kate goes what do we do now he goes uh i don't know what to ask scott about that one so i thought that was hilarious that they threw their in there and then we get the return of the owl yeah we got return earlier of, in the episode yep return of the owl have we seen it before the owl I don't think so. I think it was just that shot when Clint lands in the in the big <laughs> tree at Rockefeller tree. Center, and um, Poor and then so he old. he swoops back down and and picks up that little van. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, we see uh, Lucky finally got his official name. I don't think they've ever called it Lucky this whole series until the end at the Hawkeye household. We finally find out who the damn watch belonged to, and. Yeah. Did not see that coming. So apparently the watch is supposed to be linked to Mockingbird. But we already mm-hmm. had Mockingbird and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So mm-hmm. it didn't really... Well, at one point they disavowed Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. True. Right. They said it was not canon. Yeah. And... So... But yeah, he hands he hands her the watch at the very end hands uh, Laura the watch and she turns it over and there's the shield logo on the back and a 19 for mm-hmm. agent 19 which in the comics is Bobby Morse yeah. it's, it's Mockingbird they're, um, they're saying on screen right here uh, the watch belonging to Clint's wife Laura Barton is decorated with the shield's logo alongside the number 19 uh, confirms Laura Barton was actually Cyril's Agent 19, otherwise known as Mockingbird. Clint married his fellow superhero in Marvel's comic book, and if that character's name was Bobby Morse, we can now safely assume that Laura is just a cover name. So, we'll see. I think, 
I mean, to me, it's probably one of those things where um, as much as I think a lot of us liked um, Adrian Pilecki mm -hmm. in the role, she did really well with it. If they had cast her and she had been Laura that whole time, right? there would have been no way yeah. to surprise people. So, but you know, MC knows knows what they're doing, so we'll find out. I mean, the only thing I think I really, really enjoyed this episode the fight scene between Kate and Wilson Fisk right there in the toy store was really fun. Mm -hmm. It was showed how much that he did not respect her fighting or anything like that. He's, you know, I think even one line he says, "You're going to hit me a lot harder than that." If you're going to do anything to me, and like she yeah. puts up a little barrier where he can't leave, and like he's just trying to get outside to kill her, her mom, and yeah. she's constantly just hitting him and shooting arrows into him, not even phasing him whatsoever, yeah. until she blows the store up with the do not touch arrow, and presumably we thought he got injured, but at the end of the episode he did not. So, so the question I had. Um, we don't know exactly. I don't think they ever mention exactly how wealthy Kate's mom is. Right. Right. But with mom going to jail, all that money's now Kate's. Is it because they're not married, what? right? Uh, Swordsman and no, no they were just get married yet. Yeah. So I would have to assume the Swordsman is going to take her in as well. But yeah, I think she's going to have all the money because it should liquidate yeah. to her or how, yeah. whatever the term is. So we'll have a wealthy superhero again. Mm -hmm. And we I, we have to assume now that Wilson Fisk bought the Stark Tower, right? Or we still think it's the Fantastic Four? Um, I thought it was going to be Kane. Mm. Well, he's a part of the Fantastic Four at some point. Well, and yeah. It depends he's, on what universe that. you use. Yeah, Man. but I mean, he's—I don't know if I should say that because. Uh, <laughs> and anyway, it's hard to know what we can say and what we can't because we don't know what they're going to use. Right. You know. But in the comics, he's Nathaniel Richards. Right. Which is Reed Richards' father. So. <laughs> I mean, is that how you tie in uh, the Fantastic Four into the could, series? So It could be. Uh, Maybe. A lot, lot of multiverse tie-ins we can do. We'll, we'll talk about that more in Spider-Man. No yeah. Home reviews. Um, yeah. We see the new the Barton family farm again. All uh -huh. snowed out for Christmas this time. Clint did make it home for Christmas, and he brought Kate and Lucky along. Really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. Really enjoyed them burning the... The costume as well. Mm -hmm. They were going through a bunch of different names at the end. Because she was trying to say, you know, oh, since I'm as good as Lady Hawk. Your Lady Hawk uh, was a good one. You got shot down by Clint. Miss um, Archer says, amusingly, Lady Hawkeye was the moniker Kate briefly went by when she and Clint were both active in the comics. Hawkeye ends with Renner's line, I have an idea. And this is almost certainly intended to imply Kate will inherit the Hawkeye mantle fully, just as she does in the comic books. So... Yeah, because he says, I have an idea, and then the Hawkeye logo comes yep. up on screen. And then the show and, ends. Yeah. So. so, 
I think he is. Uh, I think he's retiring, and I think that's with because uh, we see him burn the Ronin outfit, which I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, that outfit is pretty expensive. I'm sure in, someone else could use that and re-moniker it, you know. But whatever. We didn't. We didn't even he, talked about their new outfits, their comic accurate outfits from that comic. Yeah, line. that was. Oh, yeah, the so um, beautiful. The Warpers yeah. made those for him. And it was really what, well done. And what the, about them? The Marvel's Avengers her... game put uh, put that suit into the video game for Hawkeye. So I thought that was really cool. What about the LARPers coming out to help them? Right. They said, no one's listening to us. I, said, I don't know what we need to do. And they all put their own suits on, and they all started listening. <laughs> it's New York, so. <laughs> they don't oh. listen to normal people in New York, right? right? you got to well, listen to the people in the suits. <laughs> so dumb. I love it though. Oh man, but uh, what do you think? So Hawkeye as a whole, we've had Wandavision at the beginning of the year, Falcon and Winter Soldier after that, then we had Loki, What If, and now Hawkeye in our 2021. We had five shows uh, this yeah. year, but I don't think we get anything else till what May. Yeah, we it's it's gonna we're gonna have a drought after if you want to count Morbius, but we're gonna have a drought after that. Of yeah. Marvel related stuff. Boo. Yeah. Uh, maybe they'll move some dates. Um, five shows. I I think my least, the the one I like the least, was probably What If. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, it just didn't. I felt there was a lot more potential that they didn't tap into. Mm-hmm. Um, so that really sucked but they did use it and we'll talk about this later they did use one episode in particular to mm-hmm. foreshadow what's coming so um, and I think right above that I'd have to put the other four it's it's really hard yeah, that, that's where I'm at I'd probably put Falcon and Winter Soldier for it. Mm. Okay. Um, and I'd probably go in third with Loki. And second would probably be um, probably be Hawkeye. And then I'd probably WandaVision on top. WandaVision was a special time. Yeah. And at the beginning of the year, everybody theorizing everybody talking about stuff they did this real bad yeah. with ralph boner and that was that was a time that whole uh good old ralph boner. right i think for me um i'm going least of favorite i've got what if loki wandavision then uh i'm gonna say falcon and winter soldier and then hawkeye as my shows, Hawkeye yeah. just Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop really did something for me, and especially bringing Yelena in, I really enjoyed. But you know, it's, it's it's hard to go between that and Falcon and Winter Soldier because I really enjoyed that series as well. But I felt like yeah. Hawkeye didn't really have that. There was like a lull of an episode. The penultimate episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier was was pretty mellow, and not a lot yeah. of stuff happened until the finale. So. Yeah, I think too that, you know, to me, WandaVision 
the the episodes it got it was just about the right length yes um my order probably changes a little bit if they had given us 10 12 episodes Mm -hmm. of all the other live action shows because i felt like hawkeye we could have gotten more out of it right I, i feel like they could have given us more out of loki and i I think they could have given us more out of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Had they had they mapped it out like that. Right. I imagine but, there's production issues there because, you know, they're not really charging. You're not going and paying money to watch these films or these episodes or anything besides your, you know, subscriptions. But mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be an exciting next year. I mean, we're supposed to get She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, Echo, I think we're supposed to get next year. No, I think I just announced, so I don't think we'll get it. But we'll, we'll get a lot more. So, and we'll review them all. We'll have fun with them as well. But I wanted to get to, Chris, the fun one. That mm-hmm. is Spider-Man No Way Home. And full spoilers ahead, this is your last chance to get out. But Chris, damn it, they did it. They brought in all of the Spider-Men. And every single scene was perfect. And so well executed. I mean, how we get them talking about the, the spider web that everybody has always talked about and how it comes out of Tobey Maguire's wrist organically. They talked about it. They laughed. We got a good hug at the end of all three of them that, to me, signified, you know, passing the torch down to Tom Holland. And Tom Holland, because, you know, he said in interviews, um, back when, like, at Homecoming, he said, you know, I've always looked up and really enjoyed the Spider-Man movies that we had, he goes, and those were Spider-Man to me. He's as crazy right. that I am now Spider-Man. And he got to have those moments with Toby and Andrew Garfield. And we, we had so, so much like the, the talks between Ned and Toby McGuire and the Marissa Tomei, unfortunately dying. We finally got the, the speech with great power comes great responsibility. And she dies. And what was funny about that was when she said that, Zach leaned over to me. He said, you know, when he goes, well, the last person I ever, t- every time someone says that, they die, usually that movie. He says, no one is still alive after they say that. I said, right. oh, that's a good point. And then not even 10 minutes later does she die. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know what? That's great. Awesome. Thanks to uh, thanks to Green Goblin. God, Willem Dafoe, his performance, yeah. he needs uh, an Oscar or something for his performance. And it was yeah. so good. The thing that got me, during the movie was after he they just cured um alfred melina's character doc ock and like everything goes quiet and the pd tingle the peter tingle goes on and we're sitting there and like he's looking at all these villains and like it could be any of them but then it zooms into willem dafoe and you could see his face change and I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be great. And we had one of the best fight scenes through floors in a, a condominium. And, oh, so good. And I just, I absolutely loved this movie. And, I mean, it, it's easy top three for me for the MCU. And there's not even, I mean, it's not even close for, you know, it's my favorite Spider-Man movie. Um, and I really want to go watch this again. I just don't want to go to the theater to do it. Yeah. <sighs> Man, what a movie. Uh, I thought about it today, and it's still a five star for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm, I'm not, I'm not dropping it at all. It's um, yeah. There's, there's so much, there's so much to talk about. Because when, when we talked about 
this uh, what last week mm-hmm. um, I mentioned I couldn't recall a scene from the trailers that didn't show up in the film and that included the scene at the Statue of Liberty right. except the villains weren't CGI'd out mm-hmm. we got to see them we got to see all or not, sp- not, not, not the villains but the, the sp- other the spider boys um <laughs> And you, I even, I, th- I think I leaned over to you in the theater, and I was like, "Here it comes," because <laughs> because he so was good. he was about to hit lizard. Yeah, we said you said, uh, "Oh, he said, what if uh, finally get the punch or something like that." Oh, it was yeah. great, and we haven't even talked about like the very beginning for like two minutes screen time. Uh, Charlie Cox being yeah. in there as Daredevil. Yeah, had even that pulled was... Daredevil reach around grab a brick and spider-man goes uh-huh. how did you do that i'm a really good lawyer <laughs> i was like dude yeah and it, it's so funny because they cut to that scene and the first thing you see is his walking stick yeah and, and it, our theater and you went nudged crazy. me and you're like here he goes <laughs> we we had what seven eruptions of cheers uh-huh. for stuff like that oh, something it was great like that. And, and, and i love theaters uh, like that i don't we we lost some dialogue to it, but I don't. It wasn't a, anything monumental, like when no. when um, Andrew Garfield comes to the portal. Uh-huh. That's like he pulls his mask off and says something, but I don't think it was monumental for us because I mean the, the crowd was going nuts. It was our first uh, Spider, you know, first Spider-Man into the movie, right? And oh my God, and the, the fact that Dad's grandmother was throwing a shoe and made him get the cobwebs while he was up in the corner. Just to prove that he was Spider-Man, it was perfect. That's oh. so funny. There, there's so like, funny. I went on Reddit the night of and was looking at everyone talking about their favorite moments and stuff that you know things that I might have missed. And the conversation between Doc Ock and Tobey Maguire right at the end before they all went back or whatever, like he said, "Oh, he says, Peter, it's good to see you, my boy." And yes, he, uh, he says, "How are you doing?" And he says. I'm getting better. Everyone was saying that's because apparently Tobey Maguire has been going through a bunch of alcoholism issues and stuff like that. And in Spider-Man 2, the they had that conversation and they were talking and everything. Because he was, Doc Ock was to that Peter Parker as uh, Tony Stark was to our Peter Parker now. Right. And so that relationship, and it was really cool to see that. I'm trying to think of every anything else I missed as far as the oh so Ned it will it's, they're pretty much setting up him being Hobgoblin now, and they set that up multiple times throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby Maguire he was talking to Toby Maguire Ned was, and he said um, he goes oh do you you know do you have a best friend or something like that? And he said yeah he you know died in my arms. I was like oh okay and Ned was like. I will never try to kill you. I promise. Or something like that to Peter Parker. And yeah. Tom Holland was just kind of like, oh, okay. And, oh, and we got the little Peter Parker meme thing. Or, uh-huh. uh, and, the and, the I didn't notice this until I read it on Reddit rather. And Zadaya said, uh, Hey Peter. And they said, Oh me. And they all kind of like pointed to each other. They were all in their suits, but it was still, still funny. Well, you called it too. Speaking of Zendaya, uh, you said from the preview 
the the per the Spider Man that was headed for her to save her mm -hmm. was Andrew Garfield's Spider Man, and that's exactly who it oh, ended up being. Dude, him crying at the end of that when he caught uh -huh. her, and it was I saw I, just, I saw this yesterday on um I think it was on Twitter. If someone was saying the way that he went down and caught her was completely different than the way he caught Gwen Stacy. With Gwen Stacy, he you know went with the web. This one, he actually caught her with his body and like he protected her neck as he was going down, and it was so wholesome because he said, "Are you okay?" to her, and she said, "Yeah, but are you?" And he started crying and got happy, like happy tears and started saying, "Yeah." So it's like a callback to him. I guess getting over that grief because he was able to do what he needed to and saved our MJ. Oh, right. So beautiful. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Um, yeah. The funny little scene with um, the teachers in the high school was hilarious uh -huh. to me. Uh, someone made a shrine and you had the one guy, uh, Hannibal Burris, do um, like be the conspiracy theorist. He said, ah, no, but you, you know, you killed him. And everyone's like, come on, man, no. And uh, J.B. Spoon was like, you know, however you want to get to class, if you want to swing on a web, crawl on the ceiling, whatever you want to do, we're, we're okay with here. <laughs> it's just small scenes like that I absolutely just love. That's what makes an MCU movie an MCU movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They um, they also, you know, at, at the very end, um, when, every, when everyone's – Everything's getting put right. Um, this was probably the the biggest thing heading into the next next film. He has Doctor Strange redo the spell, mm -hmm. um, because all these other people are coming through. Anyone that knows any other Peter Parker from any other universe is being pulled into into our universe, basically, and. Um, he sacrifices his relationship with Ned and, with, and with MJ. Literally with everybody. everybody. In fact, Doctor Strange kind of tells him goodbye. Mm -hmm. Although I, I think is the one casting the spell, Strange. You should be fine. Is how I yeah. see it. But yeah, you know, to each their own. But I don't know. That'll probably be. And I, I wonder what'll happen too, because we don't know what anybody else is up to. Mm -mm. We don't know where Wong went, right. for instance. So, and, and we don't know where Scott Lang is. You know, mm -hmm. all the all these things are mysteries. So, say Scott Lang is in the quantum realm. Mm -hmm. The spell probably won't have an effect on him. So he'll still know Peter. Well, this and that is Spider-Man. This is something else that a lot of people have have talked about. Is that they the spell said everyone on this world. Mm -hmm. So you've got Nick Fury off-world, you've got Captain Marvel off-world, you've got Thor and the Guardians off-world. So but you yeah. still have a lot of people that aren't on our world, because like a lot of people are saying they MCU does things so specifically. If they mm -hmm. said our world, that doesn't mean everybody else in space or everywhere else. It means just on planet Earth. So we're yeah. like, he's not completely forgotten, and I think that's what we'll use whenever we get the next Avenger film, because he'll be in it. And I'm uh -huh. sure he'll be in it, rather. There'll be uh, Nick Fury be like you know, Peter or something. He'll have like that emotional response because everyone else doesn't know who he is, and right. I think that's perfect. And they even did at the end of this, and I hate it. I hate it so much for Peter Parker. I just keep thinking about dude's got nobody. 
Nobody knows who he is right now. Right. And he goes to the apartment and he makes his own suit, the comic accurate blue and red suit. Oh, so beautiful. I can't wait. I imagine after this week coming up, we'll start getting um, high-res images and stuff that they'll post because they'll do, uh, you have the different end game. They waited a couple weeks and then the trailers for it were all the big moments. I think that's what we'll get for this one. And I have already pre-ordered the steelbook, so don't worry. <laughs> I will be getting it whenever it comes out because um, I just want to watch this movie so many times. I, yeah. I, I can't wait to watch it because there's so many things we missed. Like the, the purple stuff in the film, a lot of people were on that Reddit, that subreddit were talking about who they saw. They saw the rhino. They saw uh, Scorpion. They saw, some people saw Falcon. Um, uh, Craven was the one. Because the one that I okay. saw in the purple stuff was a guy with a pole, and he looked big and stocky. So they're saying that is Craven, and which potentially be the next villain for uh, our well, universe. Yeah, do you think that they should have at least found a way to introduce him because we know that there's a Craven project coming up. Right. I think that'd so, be the perfect time to do it. Yeah. But I mean they might already have and we don't know. What got me at the at the very end, um, is he, he goes by the coffee shop mm. where MJ works. And he's he's been reciting this speech <laughs> to t so he can tell her who he is and try and explain everything. And he gets in there and Ned comes in mm -hmm. right after he walks in and and they each say something about MIT you know they've gotten into MIT because no one knows who Peter Parker is so MIT doesn't hold anything against his friends and um, he ends up having to make that decision to not try and remind her who he is because he feels that she's, thing to do. he feels she's better off not knowing but then again she's got this look on her face mm -hmm. after their conversation and it's like something in her mind because she told him yeah when he said goodbye to her before the spell took effect she told him i'll find a way to remember mm -hmm. and eh, we don't see, know i'm curious to see what happens because is that character done for good? I mean, we could go multiple ways with this. Is that MJ done for good? And now we move on to the Gwen Stacy like storyline. And or, you know, does she eventually find out and remember? Because Ned, they're setting up for Hobgoblin. Right. And which is gonna be a whole other pain of hurt for Peter Parker. But I mean there's or do we actually get like a Mary Jane wants it? Because she is Mich Michelle Jones. Uh -huh. Um I don't what? think it's Watson at all. Let me double check here. I thought it was. I thought it was Michelle Jones Watson. But mm, it might be Michelle I Jones could, Watson. I could be wrong. I, mean, I don't know. Um, it just says MJ on IMDb. But it's unacceptable IMDb. Right. But I mean, it's. Like, I, just, I just know it's Michelle Jones, so it's not Mary Jane, you know. So Or do we get right. a, you know, a classic Mary Jane into the show, into the movie verse? But. Yeah. I think you have to go Gwen Stacy, yeah, first. Yeah, to to give it a little bit of a break, and then yeah. maybe bring Zendaya back into it. Yeah, as his perfect little um, love his MJ. Is, yeah, yeah. As an adult, because oh. that's how they end up in the comics. As adult, Peter Parker marries MJ, uh -huh. and Gwen Stacy is his high school love. 
So yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, and we do already know, thanks to Amy Pascal, that we're getting another mm-hmm. trilogy. Or, yeah, and I cannot wait. Like, and I apparently just... this will be a Tom Holland trilogy. Yeah. And I'm curious to see how they're going to do it, though, because he says, I don't want to be playing this character past 30. He's um, 25, I think. Yeah, he's 25 this year. And I'm like, man, you've got five more years to film. <laughs> but I think because he wants to pass it on, and I can't wait until we get a Miles Morales MCU movie because uh-huh. they set it up with, um, oh, God, Electro. Jamie uh-huh. Fox was saying, he goes, oh, he said, why you acted? I thought you'd be black. <laughs> he said, I thought you'd be poor and black or something like that. And he goes, oh, maybe somewhere or maybe some other time or something's what Andrew Garfield said, which, yeah. which brings a point of a uh, point. A lot of people are saying there's a big plot hole in this movie because they said they brought over everybody who knew who Peter Parker was in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Max didn't, who is Electro, did not know who Peter Parker was, didn't know who Spider-Man was, and he was brought through. But a lot of people are saying that, you know, someone could have told him, because um, he he met uh, teamed up with the Green Goblin for a little bit in that movie. He says he yeah. could have told him who he was and stuff like that. So that, that was a fun little plot point. Yeah, definitely. Um, and there's so much Happy's heartbreak in this movie, oh, too. That poor cause... guy can't catch a break. No, he can't. You know, he's he's got a thing going with Aunt May, and mm-hmm. she breaks up with him. Yeah, the very right? beginning, because he's I guess he's clingy or whatever. Yeah. And uh, but he's trying to win her back, and he pulls up in his uh, vehicle mm. and sees Peter cradling her body, and he's just. A, he's he's worried about Peter. Yeah, and that's what know. a lot of people are saying on the Reddit that he went into to dad protector mode during that. He wasn't, oh my God, she's dead, you know, crying and breaking down about her. He was trying to get him safe first because he right. pulled up. He saw that it's that situation. He said, "Peter, run!" And uh-huh. I was like, "Oh, like I just people notice these things. That I don't like. I don't notice in the moment." Like, when I watch these things, I, I try to pay attention to stuff like that, but I didn't notice it. And I thought that was beautiful. But with speaking with Happy at the end when they're at the gravestone, and she was like, um, was like oh, how do you know? Was through Spider-Man. He goes, yeah, I know him through Sp- I knew her through Spider-Man as well. And it's just heartbreaking because Peter lost Stark. I mean, this all happened within a year of each other. Peter uh-huh. lost Stark. Peter lost his aunt, and Peter lost the the next best thing that has been a father figure to him with Happy, not knowing who he is. And it's just heartbreaking. Like, that's all I can think about the end of this movie. And that's the thing that's left with me is Peter has nobody. And it just uh-uh. it just absolutely sucks. But he's still being the – now he's the true – They call, they people are calling it like a soft reboot of the MCU Spider-Man. He's not super, yeah. like, he's not beefed up, doesn't have all this technology. He's just Spider Man. Yeah. And I loved it. And yeah. especially the, with the, uh, uh, go ahead. I, I love how they didn't, when we got the first trailer, all of us were wondering, like, where's Wong going? Right. You know? 
Never get an answer. No, we never get an answer for that. It, never. I think it now, has may, something to maybe do with it, training everybody else, though, the new adventures. You think so? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Cause maybe. I didn't know if it The last time we saw match him was spending time with Shang-Chi, a karaoke night and everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what was going on with Benedict Cumberbatch's hair in this movie? Oh, I don't know. When, when we first see him, it, it got better toward the end, mm-hmm. right? But when we first see him, it's like plastered down on his head. Right. And I didn't, I was like, is this really mm-hmm. Stephen Strange or is this somebody else? Because it just didn't look right. Because his hair is always we'll, different than that. We'll get an answer with him in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Because there's a lot that. It's just going on. Like he is no bar. Like he is really terrible to Peter this movie for the most part. And I'm I'm really excited. They released the trailer uh, Wednesday of this week, so you uh-huh. can watch the the trailer at the end. But it's, I mean, well, speaking of ends, the the Venom cameo. I thought we were gonna get Venom yeah. a lot more in this movie. Nope, it was just uh just him sitting at a bar, but. The part of the Venom suit did get left behind, uh-huh. so we're we're definitely so getting this Venom universe. In the MCU. We'll have a Venom finally. So when that plays I out, wonder, I don't know. But. I wonder who that'll be. Because mm-hmm. obviously Tom Hardy's not going to do it, right? Because he's going back to his universe, which a lot of people are wanting Andrew Garfield to come back as Spider Man. And him be the Spider-Man of the the Sony verse is what they're calling it. And I said, oh, that would be nice to have That'd be a, Andrew Garfield back. It'd be a nice compromise. Like, we'll let Marvel make whatever they're going to do with Tom Holland mm-hmm. and and then the Miles Morales character, but we'll have Andrew Garfield over here, right, to deal with our Morbius, to deal with our Venom, and all those. Yeah. Uh, somehow, the. Uh, Falcon, not Falcon. Vulture is in Morbius. I'm curious yeah, I to see how that plays out. So that's yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. Unless like he talked to him, unless the stuff in Morbius happened during multiverse, not multiverse of madness, but during the uh, uh, No Way Home. Yeah, I don't see have. that. I mean, it could play out that way. But I don't, I don't know. Because I, I can't find a reason how the vulture is in his universe now. Right. So, unless I'll be like, oh, the spell just went wrong or something. Which no, is a cop it won't out. be that. If, if anything, it'll they may tie it to what happened in Loki. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Because, again, we did not know when this whole Loki stuff's going to play out either. No. Oh, and then no. we got Multiverse of Madness, which hopefully should clear everything up for us. Because Loki is yeah. in Multiverse of Madness as, long, as well as Wanda, so... Oh man, what a what a movie! It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be wild yeah. for sure. They set up um, a lot of things. By the way, I did look up the uh, 2022 slate. Moon Knight also comes. Moon Knight, because that's been filmed and done and everything too. So it's gonna be interesting. Um, I I'm really really curious to see that show. Mm-hmm. Because I'm really curious how they do the schizophrenic character. Yeah. Yeah. They've got a 
a recent book, a recent run of Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, can't remember when exactly it came out. But uh, there's a scene in it, so there's this guy in it that uh, can drive people crazy and put them under his control by having them drink his sweat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Weird. I guess he mixes it in drinks and stuff, and then they, they become his. So Moon Knight says, do you want to be in my head? And he puts his saliva on... Uh, I think it's one of his blades, and he hands it to the guy, and the guy licks the saliva off, and mm-hmm. he goes insane. Yeah, because he begins seeing everything that's in Moon Knight's. I, they're gonna do so Moon well Knight's with brain. that, and I just know with how how they shoot things and how uh-huh. Oscar Isaac is, it's gonna be a good good show. A lot of people it's, are gonna be like, "Who is this character? This character's a little too far out there for me," but it's gonna be really good. It's gonna give them a chance to go dark. Mm-hmm. We'll see. And, I think they will. And that, that's what they need to do. Yeah. Um, I'm still I was sitting there the other day wondering, when when are we going to get Jessica Jones? Mm-hmm. She-Hulk. And are we, and are we, we going to get Luke, And are we going to get Luke Cage? I don't know if we'll ever get Luke Cage or Iron Fist back. Um, at I, least the I iterations okay we know. I'd with not getting Iron Fist back. Yeah. So I don't... I mean, we've got Shang-Chi, and I don't know right. how they're going to do it. But it's exciting for the future. I can't wait. we got a lot of fun. It is. And yeah. I, I, I put money Jessica Jones to be in She-Hulk, or Jessica Jones. It would make sense. Yeah, especially since yeah. we got Kingpin and now Daredevil back in. Yeah. So, canonly back in. We'll put it that way. But ladies and gentlemen, that has been your special spoiler-free full episode of Hawkeye and Spider-Man No Way Home. Let us know what your favorite moments were. Go go full spoilers down in the comments below. It is okay. Thank you all so much for watching and listening. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of it. You can follow us on social media at NerdWide, at, at nerd, on Twitter at Nerd underscore Wide, me at Ty underscore Haynes, Chris at MathTN7, and you can also follow us on Facebook at NerdWide.com on there. We all hope you have a great new year, and we will see you next year. Talk to you all about all the movies and shows we've been watching and games we've been playing. Everyone, stay safe and have fun holidays. Later, guys.